0: Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment.
1: Hey, that's a nice ass, Chris. So Great ass. Keep it up.
2: You were wearing shorts, right? Yeah. Thank you for that. I don't think they were. I think were just taking the piss.
1: I don't have to pee right now. It's fine you and your fucking english vernacular fucking weirdo
2: yeah yeah Well, i I
1: don't understand i've never understood the whole piss thing like getting pissed taking the piss like because like in the u.s it means one thing i'm pissed it means i'm mad
0: (laughs) he's such a piss artist
1: no that's a whole different thing those are for special internet videos (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we, it's called, it's we called water sports. Uh, <laughs> Brock Lesnar apparently knows a lot about we're, we're,
0: we're it. The former, we're the format, we the format of the men are all about,
1: <laughs>
0: and we have the episode title for the podcast. All right,
1: Golden uh, Shower, water sports.
0: <laughs>
2: mm.
1: I thought we had decorum,
0: no, not any. No, started, it's, just a, it's just an aspirational goal, apparently. It's an aspirational goal, yes. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. All right, welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop, episode 262. Uh, Gentlemen, before we start, I actually had a a proper introduction for episode 261, and then we went into a cold opening. So it's a week late, but I would like to touch back on something from episode 260, where Ryan was talking about apples and oranges, and Matt, you and I were talking about chalk and cheese. So I got curious, seeing as Ryan started doing a whole uh, background to it, to find out who came up with the phrase... The, the history of it. Um, I was curious what other languages said as well. So uh, French, German, Spanish, Italian, and Romanian uh, compare apples and pears. See, that's ridiculous as well. That's exactly the same. Um, some some do cabbages and carrots as well. Okay. Uh, Portuguese do oranges and uh, bananas, or bananas if you prefer. Um, Latin American, Spanish compare potatoes and sweet potatoes. Like, that's as close as you can get. That, that makes no sense at all. Um, I did see some people in Spanish say they confuse bacon with speed. That's uh, very confusing. Now, I read that as speed as in velocity to begin with, but that actually might not be that at all. I don't know. Um, Serbia does grandmothers and toads. Uh, Romania also does grandmothers and machine guns, and also cows and long jobs. See, they're good examples. They're totally different to each other. Uh, Russian does warm and soft pretty strange argentina that's the expression what does love and the eye of an axe have in common that's very surreal uh colombia confusing shit with ointment uh in polish what do the gin what does the gingerbread have to do with the windmill i agree that's totally different from each other and in chinese they use the phrase horse and cattle won't mate with each other so um i wanted to share that with you a week ago but i totally forgot but hey I'm not going to let my research go to waste, so I wanted to throw it in right at the so, start.
1: So, in, instead of watching wrestling and having <laughs> wrestling to talk about, you have chosen to research different ways that different countries and cultures say between, you know, comparing apples and oranges or cheese and chalk. Welcome to a uh, dictionary corner.
2: And you, and you wonder why we haven't brought
0: back what you're talking about, Willis Grime? Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to, it's right here.
1: The one with a grandma and a machine gun is beautiful. Uh, well, so I just... Just now, I messaged my friend from Serbia and <laughs> asked her that instead of saying apples and oranges, you fucking weirdos say grandmothers and toads. So oh, did I get it I, the
0: wrong way around? I guess I mixed up which country I said for which. Okay. Oh, sorry, yeah, Serbia, grandma and toads. Yeah, Romania yeah, so, so was her so grandma I
1: will baby. I will update if she gets back to me. Okay. Um she's a night owl, so I'm sure she's still awake. <laughs> but
2: fact, I'll go to admit, even with context, my mind is saying, You are so innocent to not to not understand what kind of speed they were talking about.
0: <laughs> I assumed it was velocity, is it not? No it's not Graham it is a, my, it's not a recreational drug Graham oh jeez see that was my second thought I was like no, that that would be what it was well,
1: clearly, it? it is Graham and also velocity think? is yeah. a old wWF television
0: program it, it <laughs> is it is which I do
2: believe Crip, if I'm wrong here I believe we saw um a young jackson a young Matt Jackson on that show
1: We saw a lot of young people on Velocity. Mm. I didn't watch it regularly when it was airing, but I did watch it from time to time. Mm. And Mm. it was always pretty good because I liked seeing the jobbers. Um, I don't know. I've always been a fan of of jobbers. Were you a fan of the job squad? Absolutely. Pin me, pay me.
2: Mm, Absolutely. Now, I want to know if Graham knows any of the job squad. Nah. You probably do, but not by name. You literally just watched oh, a I...
1: television yeah. program uh, about one of them recently on Netflix. Okay. He owns the company.
2: He owns o- OVW. Oh, The Rock. Okay. No.
0: OVW. What? Oh, OVW. Oh, okay. Okay,
1: Al, Al Snow. Snow? The oh, Alstner. recent.
0: Oh, recently. Okay, that's not, okay. all right. My definition of recently was uh, That's what I was trying to think. I was like, I did not watch anything with wrestlers in recently. Okay. Okay. Why don't you just tell me who's in the job squad? Dwayne Gill, better known as Gilberg. Okay. Marilyn Zone, Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Alp the Alp. No. Hmm. Ryan, I'm gonna take all the fun to here.
1: No, you, you you do it. I'm 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 contacting with my contact in Serbia right now. <laughs> i'm gonna be brutally honest the job squad is not my
2: air expertise to be fair i know those two and that's it google them then i haven't got how do
0: you think i found out all those expressions you don't think i went around and asked somebody from each country you you you?
2: You, 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 you own a school Graham, I thought you talk to your students
0: yeah i went to i found i went down to the library i got like an encyclopedia out and uh
1: yeah
2: Okay.
0: Um,
1: so
0: the job squad
2: here, it was anyways. Uh,
1: uh so hold uh, on. I'm,
2: I'm I've got the it. Here. I've, got, I've got it now. So
1: yeah, Bob, Bob Holly and blue meanie. Um, I forget who the, there was a fifth member and I can't. Remember who Scorpio. Yes. That makes sense.
2: Yeah. The, the fact that that hardcore Bob Holly was in the job squad. Um, when you think about who, about other people, he's actually been in the ring with sometimes and the other credible. um, this is a lot. Not saying that the others weren't credible. Blue Meanie had a very famous win over D.B.L. on SmackDown, which was one of my favourite matches because all the backstory to that. I was so pleased to see Meanie get that win as well.
0: We digressed quite
2: a lot here. How's your week been, Graham?
0: Um, it has been a busy week. Last week of the quarter. Uh, last week of the semester. Everyone waiting way too late to uh, hand stuff in, and I heard examples of teachers saying today, with an hour left in the quarter, they were being emailed asking what work can they do to bring their grade up. Um, that's kind of the life of a, of a high school teacher at this,
1: at this time.
0: So a lot a lot going on, a little busy, um, pretty boring. So nothing really to add on. What about you guys,
1: Ryan? Um, well, so uh, I'm I'm trying to get a pronunciation, uh, but the reason. They say that is because it rhymes in Serbian. Ah, okay. That, that, um, that makes sense then. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's Babe Izabe. Um, but I've asked for a phonetic on that.
2: Well, we'll take it as given, unless you hear back later in time. For, yeah. for, yes. We'll, mm-hmm. take it, we'll take that as given. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all good. Ryan, your week weeping okay?
0: Yeah,
1: it's about all right. How was your ride doing, bud? Yeah. It's an eyeball. I'll know more on Monday. Monday's and when I go in for my my final checkup.
2: Well, we we we, we I I think I speak for uh, myself and my um, my co-host Graham, and also for the the dozens and dozens of fan cops out there
1: who will be wishing you well, Ryan. If we can hit dozens, that'll be all that I need. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Um, It's a shame that half a dozen is a six and not seven, because that would have linked in with the seven, but hey... I don't think there's a I don't think there's a phrase for seven. Well, so of is, course, if there's anyone who's listening who has any other phrases, any other listeners from other countries, don't forget to hit us up in the DMs and tell us about. Yeah, your yeah. hit
2: phrase.
0: hit us up at um total
2: stevo, um <laughs> on on Twitter on Twitter or He's X. Changed
0: it. It's not that anymore. I know, I know. I know. Unfortunately, I know it's unfortunate. Yeah, at Podfather mags, right?
2: <laughs> you never come <go> on <laughs> anymore on that. Never anymore, <laughs> uh, unfortunately. Now,
0: is there anything else we want to discuss? I mean, my yeah, yeah. Or well, we got to talk about brevity. Like we Ryan's trying to help us with decorum. I'm trying to help us with brevity. Something I've been fighting with for 250 episodes plus. So I suggested that. We were going too long with two people. and my, Our solution to that was to introduce a third person. Um, I have other things that I have to do. Like I have sons I need to pick up from school. So anything that could try and keep this a little bit more manageable would be a good thing. So one of the things I have proposed to you guys two weeks ago. We didn't do it last week because we had as much time as we wanted because I had a snow day. What I proposed to you guys was we're not going to interrupt each other on the speed check because the people who were responding to the speed check were talking for longer than people who had the speed check. So we're all going to do our speed check. We're not going to interrupt each other. And then after it, we're going to have what I've called the rebuttal, where you can speak for an additional 90 seconds, kind of like in a courtroom where you can talk about anything that the other person said up to 90 seconds. Now, I think and I might be wrong that Ryan suggested this one, but I think I came up with a name for it. He wanted the option to interrupt people and get them basically to stop talking. Like if I'm talking about something that you totally disagree, he wanted a shut the fuck up card. So Matt hasn't got his prepared already. I do not have one prepared. I'll just have to raise my hand or something. And basically the other person has to shut up for 90 seconds or up to 90 seconds while they talk and then we go back. So we're not interrupted on speed checks because everyone's going to get their time but on our main cop moments, if we want them to shut up, uh, we've got that option hopefully that'll keep us a little quieter and I don't think we need to do that during fan cop moments, but I don't know, perhaps if I say something controversial, perhaps you might want to use it then, so, but we'll figure it out as it goes along and I'm going to guess it's going to totally backfire and this will probably be the longest episode on history.
2: For clarity you only get one
0: per episode one per episode, correct. And I have my I have my timer ready with uh, 90 seconds, if necessary.
2: Okay, that one's for you, Chris. <laughs> the 90 seconds is still there?
0: <laughs> of, course, that, of course. Not my Chris, that Chris. No, I, that's what I thought you meant. You're talking about chat, grapple, and cheap pops, Chris. Yes, I was confused for a second, but yes. Yeah, that's why we went from 60 seconds to 90 seconds. It's all down to... It's all down to those I guys. Used,
2: I usually them back to that episode, Graham, by the way, where they gave us some very wonderful praise um, with a <laughs> the guest they had on. But it also waxed lyrical about how I'm never right and how we've not gone on the show. I've been saying, boys, I'm available.
0: Hmm. When you're recording, I'm available. Well, this is uh, interesting. Um, I don't know if this is a spoiler alert, but uh, perhaps I should plug now. Um, I believe we've still got a few little things to sort out. I believe I'm reviewing the Royal Rumble with the guys next week, so (laughs) I I believe, I believe it's still got to be finalized, but uh, they reached out a couple of weeks ago and I got back, I said, it depends what day and then we said, we could talk about the Royal Rumble I said, I can definitely talk about the Royal Rumble with you guys so (laughs) must have been tempting to want to use that card right now I'm guessing should we go on to some good cop moments? Good. Bad. All right, I'm starting this week. Um, I'm going to talk about the announcements of um, Raw. Uh, a $5 billion deal, 10 years. Um, I have to admit, guys, with it being the and with it being that end of the quarter thing, I haven't had to go. I haven't got into as much depth as I would have liked to. I haven't read as many articles as I would like to. I haven't seen as much feedback as I would like to from people. So I'm really going to be relying on you guys to fill in the gaps. But basically, starting in 2025, Raw is going to appear on Netflix. Um, it's going to be one of the questions. There was a few questions on Monday when people didn't start to know, but it sounds like there will still be commercials. For people who have the commercial package, most people do not have commercials with Netflix, so they will just watch the show as normal. So, basically, without interruptions. To me, that sounds fantastic. I definitely don't have commercials on my brand, so I'll be able to watch it straight through. Um, not having to skip commercials sounds wonderful to me. Um, also, though, and I'm not sure about this, and you guys, this is where I'm kind of need you guys to help fill in some of the bits for me. So when I watch Netflix, I can watch it times 1.5, which for me is kind of slow, but hey, it's better than nothing. If I wanted to watch um, Raw, say, a day later, is it going to be available on that same platform like I do with Sling right now? Is it something where I can just say, hey, I'm not watching it live. I'm going to watch it in five hours' time, um, and then watch it. If it is, then that's a phenomenal cut moment for me if I have that sort of flexibility. Like, um, I know that there's certain things where that doesn't always happen, so I'm not sure. But, man, $5 billion, boy, does that set your company up for a while. Obviously, it's not as much as the cable deals. But in general, I think viewing figures for cable has kind of dropped anyway. So I think that that's kind of market value. Um, But I think it sets it up. But for me, as far as I can tell is, Matt, you still have the network right now. Um, I've been on Peacock, and I've kind of been – I was sniffy with Peacock to begin with, but then when I got my English Premier League soccer at the same time, I was like, yay, I get two for the price of one, and I got it dirt cheap. Um, is everything moving across? That's the thing I can't quite understand. All right, this is why I'm going to let you guys fill me in, because you've probably read more than I've read this this week. Go ahead.
2: Right. Okay, so I'm not needing to use my SDF card, just for clarity, in case I'm saying I'm using it. Okay, um network outside of outside america will be shutting on december 31st 2024. Okay. everything will be moving to netflix everything. okay uh yeah. which is fine because i mean that's 10 pound a month i ain't got to pay anymore because i already have netflix through my sky account so yeah, and, I got, and i haven't got and i literally pay four pound 99 for that as well which is <laughs> so i get everything as well Bargain. i bought bar- i i'm actually saving money <laughs> this yeah. way so, all, all I mean, it probably might go up a little bit, but given that I've been saving money elsewhere, it evens out for me, I'm not so worried about that, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what's going to happen regarding the Peacock side of things, to be fair, because it's not affecting me. Yeah. But I'm not quite sure. Um, I do know that when, because in America, it's just raw with moving on Netflix, of course. Smackdown's still going to be on Fox. SmackDown is still going to be on that, but then correct. That, oh, oh, it's not. It's mo- SmackDown going to be on USA. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. So, sorry, so sorry. I I do remember that now. Of, thank you for correcting me, Ryan. Um, but over here, everything's moving to Netflix, so it's very different. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously, it's not. And also, I believe there is also a. Clause that Peacock can enact, which can extend their deal until the January deal goes through. I think, I think it actually runs out in there's a gap
0: right now. There's like a three-month gap, and
1: that's yeah, so it's kind all, of it's August, it's, oh, it's they August also, January,
0: yeah. They also have the option to extend the deal at the end of the 10 years. Um, so they also have the deal to cut to cut the deal short after five years if they so wish. But to me, it sounds like this will be great for the casual fan like there's some people who were just like well i'm not paying for the network because i don't really watch it very often but for like you said there's gonna be people who have netflix and then now that's kind of being like well i got netflix anyway why don't i kind of tune it just sounds like a good way to get it sounds like a really good idea to just get that casual fan back into it and brian can you tell us a little bit more about the american side of things then what does that mean for me specifically then, and everyone else who's on this side of the
1: okay so uh january 2025 raw moves to netflix Um, October of 2024, SmackDown moves to USA Network, uh, allegedly taking the Tuesday night slot that NXT fills right now, and NXT goes to the CW. That's the TV in a nutshell. Now, as as it pertains to Peacock, uh the deal with peacock is through i think 2026.
2: um yes 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 yes, yes, yes. so
1: that's nothing's changing for us on that front at the time um who knows what happens obviously wwe still has a really good relationship with nbc universal considering smackdown's going to be on usa uh they've got all of those uh NBC network specials that they were talking about after uh um smackdown moves back to um or moves to USA they're going to be doing i think they said five specials that are going to be exclusive to NBC or maybe i'm assuming peacock as well um so that's kind of that um when it comes to what will happen after that who knows but this is actually a better deal than they were getting with usa for raw um i think nick khan said it's something like a 100 million dollars more a year so there so obviously when it breaks down 5 billion over 10 years that's 500 million dollars a year um and i think they were sitting somewhere around like 375 a year a million a year with usa um so that's why it was obviously a a no-brainer it was something like 100 or 150 million dollars extra a year that they'll get out of this deal um you know and and obviously mix in the fact that they're doing they do one to one or two saudi shows a year that's 50 million per show from the last i heard um and then obviously their network deal with USA for Smackdown their deal on Peacock and their deal with the CW it's making me sound like it's making it sound like they might be pulling in roughly a billion dollars a year just in their TV rights yeah. which is crazy to think cuz you know think they're also obviously WWE makes a ton of money off of merchandising Sure. You know, I I, I would I would be really interested to see, not necessarily their um their profit margin, but just the raw number of how much money they pull in every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure it's readily available. It's just I'm not a huge I'm not super into finances or you know I, I've made it very clear I'm not into ratings like yeah. all that crap that people like yeah. to use on on Twitter well this well to, exactly to that argument
2: that you say Ray Ryan is the amount of people and I saw a lot of this on Twitter obviously because you know I wanted to see what people were thinking about it and my people were thinking with their keyboards rather than thinking with their heads um but a lot of people say the same thing ratings war is over
1: the rating war has never existed I know
2: it, it only existed between the between the fan bases and maybe Tony Khan's Snow Snow Mountain. Um,
0: so I realize one thing. Like I know you like to. I know I don't know uh, anything about community groups, as we established last week. I, um, I think that. I know a little bit about uh, VPN. So in theory, then I could use my VPN. I could go to watch my Netflix in England, and I would have access to the WWE Network. Then, starting in uh, January twenty twenty five,
1: possibly. Um, that might be hard because Netflix, your account is attached to your physical address that was their whole password sharing thing they did
0: oh i thought though but if you're traveling abroad or something you'd obviously want to have access to your account so well, is that, is that that's not gonna work that yeah way. but if you
1: did it every single week <laughs>
0: i'm a, i'm an international flyer you made it very clear that as a teacher i have a lot of money so i got my uh yeah. plane i can fly out anyway yeah. i want to wrap up and i'll let you come back in on that um i think the main reason this is my uh, good cop moment of the week is I'm, I'm really looking forward to January 25, 2025, because I'm going to be curious um, how you guys are actually going to comment about wrestling anymore on this uh, podcast, because I know that you wouldn't want to be hypocrites, but now that WWE is behind a paywall, we've made it very clear last week that I shouldn't be talking about Ring of Honor because it's behind a paywall, and it's not, that's not accessible to everybody. So with WWE being behind a paywall, perhaps you can answer now. Are you guys going to be hypocrites, or are you going to not talk about WWE anymore?
1: Matt, allow me to take this one, please.
0: If you'd be the kind to take it first, and then I'm going to throw
2: something back at him he's not prepared for, go ahead.
1: So the issue is not that Ring of Honor is behind a paywall. It's the issue is that it shouldn't exist in its current state. Matt's the paywall guy. I'm the Ring of Honor sucks now guy. Um, Secondly, this is a paywall where you're not just getting Ring of Honor, you're not just getting Raw, you're getting thousands of movies and TV shows included with this as well. It's the same reason I signed up for Peacock. It's a lot more a
0: expensive though for that reason too. No,
1: it's I think I think it's fourteen bucks a month compared to ten. Wow, four bucks? Shit, you should know that's no big deal, Mister Rich Guy, Rich Guy Teacher over here. It's fine so the short answer is you're gonna be I a also already have netflix um and i do have honor club now because i am sharing it with a friend and i pay zero dollars <laughs> for it
2: if i may matt sure. go ahead okay in the uk okay because i can only apply for uk stuff because this is where i am in the uk to watch any WWE right now you've got to pay 25 pound a month
1: that that that's actually a really good point isn't cable a paywall anyways it over here we've got a pay we have to pay for the pay
2: to watch it on top of our tv license gram right now, so now i like we, how
0: you guys change your tune so no, no, no. I, I might have to go back and uh, i sh- knew i should have got some I'm don't, I'm not, 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 not. exhibit exhibit a my lord if you if if
2: if the onward gentleman would let would let me finish my answer please <clears throat> I'm already paying for a paywall to watch WWE as it is, as if you if you yeah. like. And the second point is, is it's not necessarily the fact it's behind a paywall. It's the fact they don't actually defend the championships on their show.
0: That's the point. That's the problem I have. I think it's a little different when the pay-per-views are behind... Well, I know... Sorry, premium live events, but we know they're really pay-per-views. I think that's a little different when that's behind a paywall, but when you have your casual show there... Um, I was just chuckling when I saw... I heard somebody mention this is a paywall now, and I was like, oh, that's exactly what... Only you're-
1: if you're in America! It's not in the UK, it's not! It, it, it's also... But, you know, to to to, to the point of everyone... It is technically the only reason I have any sort of cable is to watch professional wrestling. Mm. If so, and and I I'm on a I'm on a YouTube TV family plan, so you can have like up to five people or whatever. Um So I just give I I, I pay. I don't know. I don't pay a lot. I yeah. I, I I pay like you know 20 bucks a month or something for it anyways that's not the point but if all wwe programming move to a single streaming service whether it's netflix or peacock or whatever and aew moves to max i officially can as they say cut the cord i have zero need for cable i'm a i'm a streaming service guy I have pretty much everything except for Apple TV because it has no right existing. Um, It's stupid. Why would they're a fucking computer manufacturer? Why do they have a streaming service? It makes no sense.
2: The only reason stupid reason I've got Apple TV is for the MLS.
1: uh, The reason you have have Apple TV is because you're dumb. I'm sorry. I've also got six months free, so. Um. You know, like, that's the world we live in now, where everything is streaming service. Because even if you watch, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, uh, NBC stuff. Um, uh, uh, What's the, the cop show? Law and Order. All the Law and Orders, if you don't watch them on Thursday night when they air, they're on Peacock the next day. So there's really not a lot of. Re- I, I remember if, if you know we're all old farts when Hulu first came out, and it was like, oh yeah, the TV shows that are on Fox they're on Hulu the next day, so you can watch them on demand, and I absolutely love that.
0: Uh, Matt wants to know
1: what Hulu is. It's part of the Disney package over here. So like
0: we have uh, Disney Plus, Hulu, and uh, ESPN Plus. I'm all looped in together. So it's, yeah, it's basically Peacock, but it's similar to Peacock. Currently. The
2: reason why I say that is because in the UK, Hulu doesn't exist at all. So, anyway, yeah, everything's in on Disney oh. Plus. So our UK yeah. listeners may not know what they're talking about. So, I okay. like, sorry, I yeah, question yeah
1: no, that, that was, I remember I remember there was a big deal because everyone was like, we've got oh, Star instead. Um, Disney Plus is getting R rated movies now. And it was because they were putting all the Hulu stuff on Disney Plus in the UK. Um, but now Disney Plus in the US has mature rated and r rated movies anyway. So, but it's all Marvel stuff, which is fine. Like, I can watch Deadpool whenever I want. Deadpool's a great movie. Um, but too, I digress. Also, I like
2: Deadpool 2, mm, not as good. I like Deadpool too. I think it's you're good, wrong. not as good, but we're straight from the point here. Right. Hey, uh, Ryan, would you like to go next, please? On if your main could go around a week?
1: Absolutely. He's been dying to share this with us. Pop the champagne, set off those fireworks. <laughs> what do you call it? Explosion day or something? Um, I don't know. You, you, well, yeah, you 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 just called it something weird. Anyways, um, like to, to to quote Tony Storm: "Chin up, tits out, bonfire night." That's the one. And watch out for the shoe because the shoe. Is kicking Kevin Patrick right in the ass on his way out the door. <laughs> I I have nothing personally against Kevin Patrick. I actually liked him when he was a backstage correspondent. Um, it makes me sad that uh, from what I can tell, he has been let go from the company because I don't think he deserved that. However, he needed to not be on commentary. He was not good, and you know I'm, I'm sure in the short term. I'm sure, uh, obviously, as we usual, we're recording this on Friday. I'm sure they'll they'll bring in Cole for for SmackDown tonight.
2: It's confirmed, yeah.
1: But yeah, whoever it is moving forward, I hope they take a re. If you want to train a new commentator use your developmental territory NXT it's what it's for it's not just wrestlers it's ring announcers it's commentary so my my suggestion cuz i'm again i'm i know triple h is listening hey paul call up vic joseph he is a great play by play a really phenomenal do not call Chris Lewis, not Chris Lewis. Matt Lewis. Do not call <laughs> him. He's not ready yet. He needs more time. Work you you gotta pay your dues on the indies, sir. I'll
2: do an I can do XT, it's fine. No, no,
1: no. Pay your dues on the Indies, give it a couple of years, then we'll talk. I am paying my dues. Continue <laughs> paying them. I will. I would I will. Um
2: I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be something, man. I'm gonna be something.
1: I say call up Vic Joseph. Uh, I think him and Corey Graves would make a good team. Um, Vic Joseph has really grown on me. Uh, I was really surprised at how good he got and how quickly he got good. Um, And then bringing someone new to train on NXT. Um, And, you know, to Matt's credit, and I think everyone thought it, JBL's gone. Vince is gone maybe it's time for Morrow to come back because he left because he didn't like the environment and he felt like he was being bullied and harassed. Um, I think now is the perfect time. You know, it would be a one night a week gig on SmackDown. And I think that him and Graves would have their energy would play off of each other really, really well. Um, Mm -hmm. and I would, I would be excited to see him back, but you know, in the short term or whatever, Cold will do, you know
2: do short-term, it's fine. We get that. Yeah, like like Vic, Vic
1: <laughs> Joseph. Yeah, Vic but, Joseph, I think, would be a phenomenal replacement uh, on SmackDown.
2: Do you know who and... I always liked, but they never really gave a good chance to? Todd Phillips. I actually liked him. I thought he was really a solid solid, solid off play guy.
1: I agree, and he's doing a phenomenal job in TNA on commentary. An absolute phenomenal job. Um... You know, I think him Bad, and yeah, him and him and and uh and Aiden English, whose real name I'm blanking on right now, I think are really great. Mr. Guerrero, of course, yes. Um, are you they're, they're, something? Yeah, they're, they're they're doing a phenomenal job on TNA, um, and I agree. I feel like he never got the the fair shot. I felt like he was re- relegated to backstage correspondent, and he could have offered so much more to the company. Um, but yeah, no, uh, KP's out. Um, you know, it'll it'll be nice to hear the uh, soothing dulcet tones of Michael Cole tonight on SmackDown, and um, you know, well, I guess we'll see what the future holds. Uh, and 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 again, I want I want to say, you know. I shit on the kid a lot. KP did something that most of us and I guarantee most of our listeners could only dream of. He got to commentate for WWE on a weekly basis. Um, And again, I'm sure he's a he's a good kid. And I really liked him as backstage correspondent. Just lead commentary was not his strong suit uh maybe in a couple of years maybe when uh when his voice drops an Octave and uh he gets some hair on his nuts maybe he'll he can come back uh but definitely definitely run him through NXT first
2: yeah, play-by-play play-by-play wrestling commentary was not his thing just like when WWE did the well when WWE were using wrestling commentators to cover the XFL and they put JR coach and the King in the in the commentary booth to cover an xfl game it didn't work in my opinion some people aren't cut out do play-by-play for a big wrestling company much as I joke about it I would not be ready for it either yet (laughs) um I'm not entirely sure I'll ever be ready for it either to be fair
1: well the thing is like uh, there's there's such a a subset of wrestling fans who think that To be a good play-by-play, you just need to know wrestling moves, which I always think is stupid because we've talked about this before. It's my number one complaint on modern wrestling is how commentary is more there for A, entertainment, and B, to peddle the product. They're not doing their main job which is to tell the story and sell what we're seeing, it's what and so well. Kevin Patrick was the second worst commentator I've ever seen because he wasn't even shilling the product; he was just this Stepford Wives fucking robotic. You know, I, I I think I brought it up a a month or two ago, where um, Corey Graves said something clearly to get a reaction, and Kevin Patrick's honest to God response was, <laughs> "Yes," and it's like, dude, what are you doing, man? Like you're not even responding. You're just he he's there's a reason why on Botchamania, whenever he was fucking up they would use generic commentator.jpg as his image because he had no personality whatsoever and that's that sucks you know, especially for a product smackdown is so good yeah and it's just it was just dragged down by like this really dull ringing background noise
0: I want to take this in a slightly different direction, Matt. I'm not sure if you're going to be able to answer this, but I'm really kind of directing this at Ryan anyway. So, if you're talking about like a baseball player who suddenly who leaves the organization for whatever reason, you fill that void with somebody who's lower in that organization. Now, I know you've already talked about sort of people who could possibly fill that role, but also you would look at for baseball, you'd look at promoting somebody from the lower leagues. So, the wrestling analogy for that would that would be the independents. So I was trying to think of who my favorite commentators are on the indies. Now, I'm not saying that they would bring them up, but I guess what I'm asking you is, who's your favorite commentator on the indies? Uh, For me, Kevin Ford is someone I've always liked listening to. That would be somebody I like listening to him on IWTV, for example.
1: So uh, first and foremost, obviously, that's what we said. Vic Joseph, that's the lower level that they'd be calling up. But then, so in this case, I I would think of, okay, who replaces Vic Joseph? Um, My favorite indie commentator is probably Veda Scott. Oh yeah. I yeah. really like her commentating style. Um yeah. either that or uh, uh uh I'm gonna butcher his last name. Uh Dave Dave Prezek, is that his last name uh not he does sure. GCW um oh okay yes yeah. and, and and I and I like him and he's not Jordan all the love for Jordan Jordan Castle go check him out uh, up and coming ring announcer and uh commentator from the uh the Commonwealth of Massachusetts um I met him for the first time when he was a like sniveling like 15 year old brat at Beyond yeah. shows um and I would chat with his dad um but now he's uh you know commentating for GCW which is pretty fucking cool <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just not going to say him just in case he hears this. I don't want him to get a big head. Veda huh. Scott. And I think he'd agree with Veda Scott. She's awesome. I love Veda Scott. Uh also, she was a local wrestler around here, too. I saw her at a Women's Wrestling Revolution, Beyond. Nova Pro, too. Nova Pro. There you go. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. We actually have um, something she threw into the crowd at one point. She was crazy cat lady in a match against Alley Cat. And she had like little plush uh, cat toys which she threw into the crowd that Mason's got somewhere, but I don't don't know where it is exactly, but yeah. yeah, No, Vader's got a good cop. Matt, what about your main good cop moment of the week? (sighs) You heard I said good cop, not bad cop, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm just stung a little bit. You didn't mention me in, in talking about Best content on the indie that's all. Anyway, <laughs> um you're goddamn. I was dudes, thinking of kid. the American
0: Indies specifically. Yeah, I don't think there's yeah, any side involved that.
2: Yeah, I didn't i I didn't say that. I just would nice like, <laughs> like a sideways mention, even if it's just like saying, <laughs> fuck that guy sort of thing would have been nice. <laughs> yeah. Um I want to talk um about something I've been looking forward to for so long. And this week it happened. And Somebody who's been away for a while, uh, rocked up, and I've not heard a reaction like that for a long time from that crowd. This past week, somebody who has not been on WWE television for, if my maths is correct here, 18 months or two years? darren matthews uh made his return to wwe tv
1: that's his real name graham
0: i figured possibly it did sound english but i wasn't i i didn't know his real name
2: that is known to everybody as the greatest wrestler to never held a recognized world championship william regal
1: reappear uh, put that respect on your on your on your tongue it's lord William Regal.
2: Incorrect, sir. It Absolutely. was technically
1: Lord Stephen Regal. Even
2: Exactly. William Regal and Lord Stephen Regal dividend thing. He's the real man's man. Thank you. You know, just
0: guys. besmirched him with that comment.
2: Absolutely. Uh when he walked out of HBK's office, that NXT crowd lost its mind. And I was like, All oh, is right with the world again in NXT. And then he handed the reins over to Ava. And I was like. I'm hoping we're going to see more of him on TV now, that he's back. Maybe with Charlie Dempsey, It'd be nice to see him alongside his son. He wanted to come back to WWE to work with his son, It'd be nice to see him actually doing the whole thing on TV, It'd be nice if he does that for sure. Also, to see what they're going to do with Ava as well, is, is she going to be face now, is she going to be heel? We've got two quasi-faces as, as General Managers at the moment. be nice to see a, a, a heel one, for sure. Seen, I haven't had a heal one for a while. It was a, it, was a, it was a really nice week. A lot of good stuff happened. I've left some good stuff out because I wanted to talk about some bigger stuff. I can't get interrupted <laughs> during my
0: speed check. So if you guys want to bring in your comments oh. about this, you're welcome to i do it, it's kind of it was kind of interesting like um i would just happen to be on facebook when franco varga was on he was in a um, an airport waiting room and he was like ask me anything type of thing so people were asking him questions and i sent him a question and then he was talking about the fact that he's going back to england to wrestle and uh mentioned Blackpool, and um, I, I made some comment to him um about blackpool and i think i referenced it i was like you went to blackpool before the blackpool combat club were famous or oh, it was something along those lines. anyway he mentioned the fact with relation to blackpool that he talked to uh, william regal at one point i was like oh that's kind of that's kind of a cool. and then as I, was, I was like oh my gosh that's a name i hadn't really kind of thought about because obviously he wasn't allowed to appear for a certain while and then in my head i was thinking oh, it must be around this time when he's allowed to appear on tv oh my God, it's the Royal Rumble this weekend. So I was going across to Twitter going, I was about to type, how cool would it be if William Regal appeared in the Royal Rumble this week? And then all over Twitter, I see William Regal's trending and he was like, he's appearing on NXT tonight. So I hadn't thought about him in a long time and it was kind of surreal that after a casual conversation, his name came up. The thought appeared in my head and then sure enough, he appeared almost straight away
2: afterwards. The irony of that is is that this past week, I was just thinking, Regal's year must be up. Yeah yeah exactly it's, uh, they're waiting for the <laughs> right time to bring him back on tv clearly oh. and then literally the next nxt he turns up i was like I, i'm i'm very happy Me I, too. I think i think everyone's very happy maybe not so much the AEW stands who who lost regal because he's a big lot of AEW for sure because regal is certainly a draw he was certainly doing great stuff in AEW. i thought he was doing a very good job with the blackpool combat club personally but to Tony Khan's credit, he didn't stand in his way. To his credit. You know. Anyway, right, you're that's cool. all
1: yeah, that's all I wanted to really uh, really say was um <clears throat> like all the credit uh to to Tony Khan for dealing with the situation with grace and respect. Um to let someone out of their contract, knowing full well they're going to your competitor. Um, I thought that took that took a lot of, of guts and was a really respectful thing to do. And I think, if anything, it showed how respected Regal is in the industry, where if he asks for something, whether it's a positive or a negative for your organization, if you want to have a good relationship with one of the greatest of all time, you just agree to it and you let it happen. Um, and I thought it was, I, I said it when when it happened, I thought it was very fair to say like, look, until your contract would be up, we just, you can't appear on television. You can do whatever you want within the organization. We just don't want you to appear on television. And I think that's a thats a very fair compromise.
2: That, that's, that, that's what you would literally call a fair deal. You know, you get do all that stuff by all means. And you're fair. He, he, he was doing a lot of he, we've, we've seen we seen the pictures of him backstage in Gorilla. We've seen him we've seen him obviously at the NXT Performance Center and everything. Now he he clearly is being an influence and in a good way, which is always a good thing. Um I want to float something out here now, of course. Regal back on TV As Graham mentioned, it's Royal Rumble tonight, as it's being released.
0: Um Saturday, new release date for Good Cop Bad Cop.
2: He's not going to be in the Rumble match because he's retired from wrestling. But Royal Rumble is where they start announcing going forward the Hall of Fame inductees.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't think
2: anyone would be against um, Regal getting inducted. So um, if that was to be the case, who should induct him?
0: I think Bill Goldberg might not be a big fan of him being inducted, but
2: Well, Bill Goldberg is not employed by the company, so.
0: Well, you said everybody.
2: I don't think I. Well, okay, I think most people. (laughs) Then, okay, okay, we're going to be technical then, Mister Graham. Ryan, who do you think should induct him? If he wants to be inducted.
1: That's a great question. Um. Tony Khan. Bit Finley.
2: Finley would be a great shout. Tony Khan, that would break the internet. (laughs) That would break <laughs> the internet, but it would also show a working relationship,
1: uh huh.
2: It would for sure. It wouldn't um, make
1: any sense, though. I um, mean, why <laughs> it would it makes no sense whatsoever? Shut it, up, Grant.
2: With a couple of, in my opinion, obvious choices one is his son, obviously, working, it works in AST right now. Uh, Cody, um, he was a big supporter of Cody, um, at one point. Um, would have, Daniel Brown would have been a great pick if he'd been in the company still, of course. Um, Who pissed in his teapot?
0: Chris Jericho. Oh uh, Well, he's on AEW. So and now,
2: probably anyway. not. Uh, given this past week in WWE, probably not the best time to be using out the people like Jericho. <laughs> given, the, given his own um, legal issues, allegedly, right now. <laughs>
0: Man, if I'd have known the answer to that question, I could have I could have used it as a devil's app.
2: Tajiri so,
0: could be a good sh- would be would be a
2: good shout as well.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, I'm going to move on to uh, the speed check. Um, some of the things we already talked about. Um, I asked for Butch to get his name back last week, and then within a few hours, Pete Dodd is back on SmackDown. So anything else you guys want, just let me know, okay? Obviously, they're listening. Hey, perhaps, Matt, if we get Mauro on SmackDown, hey, perhaps they know that people are definitely listening in. We'll have to see. Um, I saw something called WrestleBall this week. I sent the link to you guys. It sounds like it's more of a training thing, but it combines basketball, rugby, and wrestling. And I definitely want to see more. If that was on uh, Netflix straight after Raw, I would definitely be watching that game. That game is absolutely freaking insane. And um, I'm playing Warhorse's new gimmick now. Now, I've only seen glimpses of it so far, um, but the fact that people are already asking for the old Warhorse makes me like it even more. Um, it's definitely going away from what he's done before. He obviously wants to do something a little different, he obviously wants to develop the character a little bit more. Um, and I'm curious to see where it goes. So it's a good cop moment right now, but we'll see where it goes uh ryan you're up next
1: um again i think i said the same thing last week the build to the rumble has been absolutely fantastic i'm very excited um the best good cop moment out of it is the fact that i think there's only 13 people between both men's and women's rumble who are actually announced for it so we've got a lot of open spots Whether it's debuts, returns, or even just uh, legend nostalgia pops, I'm down for whatever. Um, I'm giving praise to a person I don't usually give praise to, um, but usually his brother gets praise. So uh, I'm really enjoying the new characters of Matthew and Nicholas Jackson uh over on AEW they're doing their whole we are the last EVPs still standing so they're backstage like making sure the show is running but being completely dirtbag heels at the same time and i i, I just found a lot of amusement out of it i've i've enjoyed it um <clears throat> um really even though it was it was shorter than i wanted it to be was very happy that uh uh, Suzuki and Edge uh main evented uh, dynamite this week. Uh just two legends going at it and that's always fun. All right, Matt,
2: what you got? Um if you haven't watched a card of match from TNA, go and watch it. Seriously, maybe the best match I have seen from men this year. I'm aware the year is still young, but there has been some bangers already this year. Um it's fantastic. I'm also, I'm gonna take this opportunity as well to say so if you haven't seen the trailer for the new W video game, which is out in a few months time, the trailer is phenomenal. Uh, not Wait, game... how,
1: how do the cards work? Can I to shut up now? No.
2: <laughs> Damn it. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether whether or not the game stands up to the trailer is we'll find out in it's start of March,
0: but the trailer brilliant. All right, um, rebuttal time. Um, I don't have anything to add particularly to any of you, so Ryan, you obviously
1: wanted to say something. Oh my god. So go ahead. That trailer was awful. That was the worst video game trailer I've ever seen in my entire life. The fucking AI bullshit they used on Austin and Hogan, it looks like PS2 graphic flapping lips. Absolutely atrocious. I am excited about the game because they're bringing back uh, casket matches and special referee and they're also using the actual WWE referees in the game instead of generic referees but that trailer was awful the worst trailer ever oh, I will concede
2: the AI for Austin was not great but that aside, in terms of the story I thoroughly enjoyed it um I have no rebuttal to give regarding um either of yours um, moments i've felt uh, perfectly fine
0: it's good right. bad cop it is good. Bad. um i kind of was gonna change my bad cop moment but I, I haven't quite got it formalized in my head right now so i think it might be something i'll probably address at some point in the future um i had a tweet So, from Bully Ray at Bully Ray 5150, for the love of the wrestling gods, give me the who, what, when, where, why behind the tattoo. Ugh, tell me a fucking story. I'm begging. Hashtag AEW Dynamite. Hashtag uh, B.O. After Dark. Hashtag Busted Open Radio. Uh, Kelly King responded they literally talked about how they lived together and trained together on the floors of the dojo directly before referencing their matching tattoos if you need it spelled out any more than that you have the media literacy of a toddler not particularly a very long um, bad cop moment but the fuck everything he complained about was completely explained like i didn't watch any AEW dynamite this week um but i knew exactly the story behind the tattoo i knew that obviously they're building up to a match at some point i assume and unless they're tagging together huh? um but yeah i knew the story i saw everything um how can you are we really just not even attempting to listen to a story and just spouting total bullshit um, oh, actually, Bully Ray also responded, which made it kind of bad. Like, I didn't think that Kelly King was particularly disrespectful, um, but they said go back to playing D and D in your mom's basement. So I had to mention that because I know Matt's a big D and D. I just want Rose to that. Just for, and Ryan is as well, but not as much. He doesn't have a podcast about it. Uh, but for completeness, I wanted to fill that one in. Uh, but yeah, just just bad, like nothing, nothing like you said. There was a lot of great stuff this week, so um, I was kind of slim picking. So, anyway, that's it. That's my bad cop moment.
1: Main slim bad picking. cop
0: moment, slim picking. So, are you kidding me for me? I didn't watch much stuff this week, Ryan. What do, we do you address- want to respond to this, or do you yeah. want to just go to your bad cop moment?
1: Oh, no, I mean. Do we, um, do we address the um
0: the shit, the shitty monkey in the room or
1: that's not that has nothing to um, do with what Graham said? I saying.
0: already told you in the DMs I'm not talking about that. Um, I don't want to talk about that personally.
1: I think that if you don't expect bubba to start shit on twitter you clearly haven't seen bubba on twitter (laughs) because that's what he does he 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 stokes the flames and i understand why he does because he is a host of a wrestling radio show and they need controversy to talk about i get it um but it was it was definitely out of out of left field i think he may have been checking his phone during the uh the interview
2: Mm. i mean Um, like Bishop, bishop forces say controversy creates cash um and, to be fair, it does sometimes. Uh, bully, Bully, Baba, we don't want to call him, you know, him. He's, he's very much always been driven by... You say something sometimes to get a reaction. I've said that many times to get a reaction on Graham. Trust me, several times in the last 262 episodes, I've said a lot of things to get a reaction I
0: don't believe in sometimes. There's no such thing as bad publicity. Try telling that to Vince McMahon this week. Anyway, Ryan, what's your main bad cop moment of the week?
1: So I wanted it to, uh, to match up with my main good cop moment this week. So we're talking about, uh, yeah, you know, people who uh, who joined WWE and maybe weren't the best. Um, maybe they got better. Maybe they didn't. Uh, in this case, they did. Um so first i I just want to i just want to ask a question just to make sure we're all on the same page are you guys familiar with the fact that i have been watching wwf from 1996 and then just going i I think it
0: came up as often as matt's mentioned cxw
1: i haven't mentioned i've mentioned
0: cxw once this show you mentioned that you're an indie commentator. I'm, I'm just
2: surprised made, you didn't I mention did, who you, which organization. I didn't, for, didn't I mention CXW. You've mentioned. Um, decorum, I was very proud of you, uh, sorry, gentlemen. Sorry, 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 gentlemen. Sorry, sorry,
1: gentlemen. This is this is I, my time. I
2: was aware. I, ha- I'm, I am aware that you are watching um, mid '90s wrestling. Yes, from WDOF. Yes.
1: Yo, you keep you let that music keep playing, Mister Dunn, because it's my time. Anyways. The night after SummerSlam 1999, uh, the SummerSlam in which uh, Mankind regained the World Wrestling Federation Championship for, I believe, the last time. Um, On Monday Night Raw, following that, they debuted their new ring announcer, Lillian Garcia. Holy shit it's so bad i'm not talking bad as in kevin patrick bad i am talking who gave this woman a microphone bad obviously we know that lillian garcia eventually was pretty good at what she did What about this? this is i recommend uh searching for her debut um on youtube she is monotone. She doesn't know what's going on. She's just saying random words. I, 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 I'm not joking when I say this is how she she ring announced. Now making their way to the ring from Miami, Florida, weighing in at two hundred and thirty pounds, The Rock it's atrociously bad i didn't remember that and it it was it was enough where i immediately stopped and went what is what happened am i having a stroke what is happening here she at one point i don't know if she has it written on her hand or if she has very small cue cards But she she's doing they have the camera on her, too, which I don't understand why you had the camera on her. And she's doing a ring announcing ring announcement, looking straight down at her hand. It was just not good. Um, Yeah, that is just I love Lillian. I thought she did a phenomenal job later in her career but i am surprised she made it out of the probationary period of joining the company because it's not good
0: i didn't have a devil's advocate right now it would almost be like hey okay, look what lillian started at to what she got to it would almost be like kevin patrick deserved an extra couple of years to give him the chance to fully develop as well
1: yeah they gave him way too much time <laughs>
0: The unfortunate yeah. thing is, of course, not everybody does progress necessarily. But, and also, for a company as big as that, the, the patience level is a lot lower now, I think, as well. So, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, any it, other... I'm oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: It, 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 it's definitely tough. You know, because I'm sure, even if he was low on the totem pole, I'm sure Kevin Patrick had a pretty sizable salary. Um, you know, most people within WWE get paid pretty well um you know i actually don't know what comment i mean like obviously michael cole's probably making seven figures easily because he's been with the company for so long but like i don't know how much like vic joseph or um even Corey graves Corey graves is pretty seasoned at this point but he's still kind of the new guy on the main roster for commentary um And and Graves is a perfect example of what you just said. He's someone who was not very good when he first started doing it, but he has progressed to the point where I enjoy Corey Graves. I think he's a talented commentator. I think that he tells a story really well. He does a great heel persona for it. Um, You know, he's he's that prime example of what you said. You know, sometimes it just takes a couple of years for you to figure your shit out. And, but he also, you know, he cut his teeth in NXT. Um, He was a wrestler, so he understands what he's looking at. Um, You know, a career cut tragically short because he would have, I think he would have been a top guy within the company, most likely within the tag division. I think he would have been in a tag team, Um, but what could have been, right? You know, and just one little, you know, just a mistake. Shit happens.
0: Um, I did a quick Google just to see if we could find out how much they are. So reportedly the salaries are, according to SportingFree.com, uh, Michael Cole, 650000 a year. Uh, Tom Phillips, 450000 a year, which makes me think this might be going back a couple of years on perhaps. Uh, uh, Corey yeah. Graves, 400000 Samoa Joe, 300000 for Raw. Uh, Mauro two hundred fifty thousand for NXT, Byron uh, Saxton two hundred fifty thousand, Vic Joseph two hundred thousand for NXT, Nigel McGuinness two hundred thousand, Kayla Braxton eighty for eighty thousand for NXT, and Mike Rome forty thousand for NXT. So I'm guessing that sounds like a couple of years old, but just to kind of give you those uh some ballpark figures anyway. Well, to give yeah, but I mean,
1: like the thing about you know, so like let's think about NXT. um, so then you said Vic Joseph was like 200 grand, 200 grand. And, and obviously these people do more than just commentate. They do things backstage. They, you know, they help out with things. Um, But that's a pretty sweet gig for essentially one day of work. I mean, hell, two hours of work a week, you know? And like, again, they do more than that. Um, But still like... That ain't bad.
2: I mean, I don't know if he still is, but I know at one point, Michael Cole, I'm going back many years here. Michael Cole, as well as being the lead competitor for SmackDown at the time, uh, he was also the head of, um, um, he was also in charge of the editor-in-chief for WWE.com, the whole website. He was the basic, he was the digital editor.
1: Yeah, I think nowadays, I think I heard that he's essentially the manager of the commentators and backstage correspondents. Like he's kind of the guy in charge of that. So part of his job is to actually, you know, help them improve. Um, there was a the the insight a number of weeks ago with uh Caleb Braxton. Um, she mentioned that you know Cole was kind of her go to contact um and she told a really sweet story of michael cole where they wanted her to do it was right after renee left and they wanted her to do the kickoff show and she said i can't do it i can't do it i've never done it before i don't know what i'm doing blah 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 and michael cole just came up to her and said what do you mean you can't do it you can do this kind of stuff in your sleep and then he walked away and she said that was all she needed to hear was just someone at the level of Michael Cole saying, Yeah, we're doing this because we know you can do it. It's not a question. We know you're good. So just go do it. Um and and I've heard other people say that Michael Cole is very much a uh you know, a well respected figure backstage. So well, all you the
2: know. we've given him over the years, he has certainly stepped up on that side of things, for sure. Grant, sorry.
0: Um, I found some more figures. I was trying to find out how much the AEW commentators got, but I, I couldn't really find that. Um, I did find it said Coachman was getting 500000 when he was with uh, WWE on his like, last run through. I was like, oh my gosh. I don't think they got oh, yeah. great value for money there.
1: Yeah, but he was also, he wasn't just a commentator or a backstage guy. He was a talent as well. You know, he was doing a lot of stuff with DX. He was doing you know, Byron's a, no coach
2: Oh, I, think, yeah. I think he's talking yeah. about Cody's second run for company after he left. He came back, obviously. Oh, yeah.
1: I, I, I honestly don't even remember him leaving and coming back. He left.
2: He left for. He left to go to ESPN. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, I know he said that he will never go back to the company. He doesn't like the travel. Good.
2: No, I'm not. He's not. He's not missed. I, I, I never personally liked him personally. But that's my personal
0: opinion all right last opportunities uh ryan and myself to use our cards but matt what is your main bad probably gonna get one from ryan here
2: (laughs) i want to talk about and it was 25 years ago on i believe it was wednesday so if i'm wrong i apologize 1999 royal rumble I want to pull a Ryan here and go back in time to rock to 1999 because I've noticed something about that match which, which one the WWE title match who won it Ryan technically The Rock wrong was it Mankind Mankind wins that match
1: and how do you that- figure
2: what were the rules laid out before the match? And this is more Men, of, this is more of an argument, I guess. I'm going
1: has to say the words I quit.
2: The rules are that someone had to say the words I quit. Before the rock puts the microphone to Mick Foley's mouth, what does the rock say
1: into the Alright, I'm a st- shut the fuck up. I'm stopping you now. <laughs> No, you're done. You're done here. This is this is splitting hairs in the most pathetic way possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I Graham, I'm going to need you to pull a rock for me and edit together a bunch of uh, Matt nonsense so I can have him talking about how dumb this take is. <laughs> At the end of the day, the record books say that The Rock won the World Wrestling Federation Championship at the Royal Rumble in 1999 after, what, 13 vicious chair shots? No, you're splitting hairs on a fictional television program with fictional characters, and I am not going to... I'm not even going to to begin to try to understand what point you're trying to make. Um, this shut the fuck up card is brought to you by the good card bad card podcast uh our sponsor of this week's episode and you heard it here ladies and gentlemen the dumbest thing ever said on this program is matt trying to convince you because the rock said say i quit that he lost the match so stupid 25 years you should be better than this uh, you had 25 years to get over it um uh, even though you didn't even watch it because you didn't start watching until what 2000 2001 or something like that so you're wrong in general <laughs>
2: 1999 but um the um i'm glad you mentioned
0: that right because you now can't come back to me again with no sf card um because um... Okay, i i still have one can i just say that's like although he didn't like it that's one of my favorite moments you've ever done because i did not know the story but i could piece it together at the yeah, yeah i would like to point out
2: that um, that's not me saying this, by the way. This is Michael Charles Foley saying that himself. He actually was on Facebook saying, like, he only just noted it after watching it with The Rock. They sat down to watch it for the network. You know, like, mm-hmm. like, like we we watched our match, that sort of thing. They watched it, and he realised, one, the ending's terrible, because of how many chairs with took their head unprotected. It's terrible. But he's like he actually does say the words I quit before I do. And but, he, but he, and to be fair, I knew Ron had that reaction, that's why I said it. He actually says, and I'm quoting Mick Foley's Facebook post, right there, among the crowd, I thought what an amazing and ridiculous finish it would have been having The Rock lose the match for an unconscious opponent. Little was something to think about if we celebrate the infant match that we played 25 years ago. Uh, Nobody had actually laid out the context before the match. That is what Mick Foley said, and I knew I'd get a reaction from Ryan. I'm so sorry for that, right? But, but you think it did make me think, like, huh, it would have been a fun thing to do, and probably would have been something they would do nowadays? Oh, it's I a mean, great
0: heel move! It's a great uh, heel move. Somebody getting screwed over like that, yeah. Oh,
2: they Absolutely they could do it in a, in, a, in a heel way of doing it for sure. But Ryan's absolutely right. <laughs> Ryan's absolutely- and, and not to
1: mention, why would you take the word of someone who took 11 chair shots that night? He doesn't remember what happened. The video is lying to him. I'm just saying it, it, it <laughs> was an interesting
2: thing to bring up and the bad cop is me for putting Ryan through that. <laughs> i think i I think i genuinely felt i think i genuinely felt anger come his way (laughs) after
0: this week we've needed that i think um i got a couple of things for speed check um maddie renkowski's name is going to be ren sinclair for fuck's sake if you're letting pete don be pete don can you just let maddie renkowski be maddie why do we have to change these names I, i don't get it it's so annoying And I think I saw this on uh, AEW debate, I want to say on Facebook. And as I read it, it was like, oh my God, you guys could use this as a devil's advocate for me. And I would really struggle on this. Um, The quote was Rio is much too small to be a wrestler. Five foot one and 99 pounds. I hate her. Alexa Bliss, I hope this five foot one inch, 105 pound goddess comes back and becomes champion. Uh, And I was like, oh fuck, I would be. (laughs) I would be in real trouble with that. And I, the quote was, I hate her. That was not me. That was literally the quote. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, I had, um, yes, it was like, oh, my God, this is directed at me, isn't it? Pretty much. Um, Yes, I guess I'd never noticed the hypocrisy in my love, Alexa Bliss is the champion. But Rio being champion is totally unrealistic. But I still don't know like Rio. But hey, that's that's my time.
1: Ryan? I also don't really like Rio. So that's fine um so uh first i want to talk uh about how cxw has probably the worst uh commentator uh in in matt lewis um i also want to talk about how uh the volley game junkies dungeons and junkies good cop bad cop they're all just the worst podcasts for having matt lewis as the uh as the host, uh, as it were, um, uh, there, there was a WrestleMania a number of years ago. I think it was maybe 35, maybe 36. I'm not, I'm not sure, but, uh, it was the worst WrestleMania because Matt Lewis was in attendance. Um, God, uh, I, I, I can go on and on about how, you know, there's someone on the show who just brought up the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And now I have to just shit on him constantly.
0: Hey, I think
2: he's done. Matt, your turn. Okay. Um, the picture I, that was sent to me this week by many people is a picture that was actually at, um, Craven Cottage this week, which, yeah. is, which is, which is Tony Khan's own stadium. It was, it was extremely disturbing. Um, Logan Paul has had his contract extended. Oh, God almighty, oh, I've got to part with more of this crap, all right? Okay, that's great, isn't it? Um, The people who are literally saying, I'm going to delete Netflix because a because WWE has gone on to it. I mean, come on, guys. Oh. Are you really being that a pet? It, it's it's you, you didn't have it before. You're not going to have it deleted now. Just don't watch it. Simple. Um, I'm also going to mention the fact that there is a wonderful post from Daphne, who is um, the black female referee um, in WWE. She's amazing. Um, she's in the new WWE game, and now the reason why it's a bad cop—you may think it's a bit weird—is the fact that we have that is that it's taken this long to put actual referees into the game in the first place. Um, but love the fact that she's in it obviously
0: just feel like a feel like could it could have been done a bit sooner feel like a bit of a weird one to me um the only rebuttal i have is trying to you talk about a picture for people that don't know and um, they were actually holding uh flags but it really looked like it was a kkk clan so yeah it's absolutely a bad cop moment for people but people who don't know what the picture is then yeah for graham they were empty seats Oh, I thought I read it was were flags. Empty, they, the flag was sitting on the empty seats.
2: Oh, gotcha, gotcha. The okay, empty seats. Yeah. No one turned up to Tony Khan's event again, and yeah. and no one. And the flags looked like KKK. It
0: was, it was not a good combination. No, not good. The at
1: people not. turned up. They wouldn't look like it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I didn't have anything else, Ryan.
1: Uh, I, I do just want to point out that the um, old SmackDown games did have real referees in them. Uh, so it, it has already happened, but it has been a long enough time where, who, who, you know, I'm ass- I'm assuming they just don't want to pay out the royalties at the end of the day, um, which that's business. Well, because the royalties aren't coming from WWE, the royalties are coming from 2K, you know, they have to pay these people. That's why you still see censored WWF logos in the games, because WWE has the rights to use it. 2K does not um that's true i forgot about that good point ryan so anyways it's i'm sure it was a request of wwe to actually use their referees as opposed to generic ones um because obviously wwe has control over the license and 2k i'm sure does not want to lose said license um even though i mean i think it's time to move on from 2k 2K, but that's just me
2: There's a lot of talk about this to be the last 2K game and it's going to EA from
1: next year. Oh, that would be horrible. I'm gonna go I'll just go play Backstage Assault or something. Yeah, yeah. Um TKO, TKO, from what from all accounts, are very keen on expanding the
2: brand of games.
1: Graham, Graham, can I use an STF card because he's taking my time to uh just wondering No,
0: I'm I'm giving him a little bit of leniency, but you can keep going for a little bit longer.
1: No, no, I'm 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 upset now.
2: You could use. I thought great He can have my rebuttal time.
1: Okay, so just Matt Lewis, the worst commentator I've ever heard. Absolutely terrible. It's just terrible. Um, no, I have, I have nothing more. Guys, <laughs> well, time for fan cop
2: moments. Then let's do some fan cop stuff. Yeah. Good. <laughs>
0: Uh, when I last looked, pretty slim pickings, to be honest, gentlemen. I don't think we're even going to get two each this week. Um, I'll start off with Queen of the Indies, Tiffany. Damn, I got nothing to report this week so far. <laughs> well, um, Tiffany did, I think this was her first interview she did this week uh, with an indie wrestler, uh, Maya World. So definitely go check that out at Indie Wrestle Corner. Um, but yeah, no, so nothing nothing positive or, ne- well, at least nothing negative, though. So that's that's good. That's good. No,
2: Nick this is always a good thing, Ryan
1: uh let's go with uh our friend matt bishop tw takes podcast with all the bad cop going on i'm just good cop moment excited for the rumble me too matt me too i actually cannot wait to go to bed tonight so i can wake up tomorrow and it's rumble day
2: it's really weird isn't it how Rumble used to be on a Sunday. Now it's a Saturday. I, I love that so much now. I the
1: the the Royal Rumble. Just to take a second, the Royal Rumble uh, is oftentimes my favorite pay per view of the year. Um, luckily, my uh my my Biffle, uh, my best friend for life, um, feels the same way. And we have a. I think we him and I have the most fun every year watching the rumble together because it's just it's so exciting it's the most exciting day of the year for wwe like wrestlemania is great but the royal rumble is exciting because anything can happen um and this year is no different we got we have four matches that's it four matches that's going to be a tight i think one more is probably going to get added i think i think something's gonna either happen tonight or but whatever, I am so excited for the Rumble.
2: So Yeah, for context, that's the two Rumble matches. That is um, the US title match and the um, Undisputed WWE Championship. Correct. So that's pretty SmackDown heavy, but that's fine, obviously. Um, on the context of Rumble, by the way, um, I'd like to shout out at this point, Bang Bang Andy from Bang Bang Podcast. He's doing... He, he's actually doing... Um, if you liked his post he would enter you with a number for the rumble and if that if the number he assigns you based on when you liked it um enters um you actually get actually wins it you get a prize well i'm not gonna win because <laughs> i got number 30 and number 30 from the last two years
0: it's unlikely gonna get three in a three in a row that's not how statistics work. The Royal Rumble doesn't have a memory of previous events. Oh, sorry, this is scripted though. This, so is, this is this is predetermined, Graham. So it's unlikely you're gonna do three in a row. Is what I'm
2: saying. But it's a great yeah. thing. It's a great thing to be a part of, and it actually makes you.
0: Well, well as you're not going to win, I also got entered into one. I believe I'm number 17, so if you keep a track of 17 while you're watching, okay. Uh, um, just as interest, um, I'm looked, I seem to remember you, um, the SJP, um, you have you followed some of the events. Are you uh, doing a live watch along for the Rumble at all? We were talking about doing it, but three quarters of our audience is going to be in Birmingham
2: in and, and a pub watching it at our lock-in. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Fair I was enough. invited, but um, I've got a family engagement tomorrow evening, so I can't make that.
0: Birmingham's not easy to get to from where you are either, yeah. in fairness. Relatively okay, all right. relatively easy,
2: but it just takes time.
0: That didn't sound contradictory at all. Um, any others for to read, Matt? Any others you've got on your phone?
2: Yes, um, I would like to. Uh, I'm going to go to uh, the People's Champ, JCB um good moment tna also a good start money used in the right places making it look like a completely different product does look beautiful does look really really good uh backup moment we all know what that is
0: end quote uh, unfortunately unfortunately we do yeah i'd missed the second thread so there was more than i realized i'm going to continue on the thread that i was on dan griffin good cop moment tna continued the hard to kill momentum with a stellar impact best cop moment meeting up with a group of twitter folk to watch the royal rumble this weekend <laughs> there you go and uh, worst cop moment the horrifying allegations against vincent kennedy mcmahon so much worse the more details come out yeah let's move on quickly Ryan.
2: yeah i will mention that dan griffin Oh, he's actually going to be in Birmingham. You're then going to be on the volley the following day. He'd be hanging like a lampshade.
0: Oh, geez. <laughs> jeez, jeez. Um, the only positive that came out of the Vince McMahon story was uh, the wrestler, which did did comment about it in uh, one of the separate th- uh, groups that we're in. Um, not heard much from Melissa recently, so it was always it's always good to hear. Love in touch people.
2: base, absolutely. We love yep. You, Melissa. Yep. I know.
1: Yes, Glenn Abbott writes in dear good cop bad cop my good cop moment timeless tony storm and the feud that's brewing between her and diana perazu it's gonna be classic bad cop moment the allegations of Vince man is even bigger. we know vince sucks it's hard to even read that at this point but yeah tony and diana uh diana it's gonna be great it's just too bad that it's going to be a feud into a match, and then one of them is going to just vanish to catering for the next twelve months because that's how women are booked in AEW. Um, but I hope they, I, I hope they, uh, I hope they do well. I hope they, uh, you know, as they say, chin up, tits out. Hmm. It's if you pack her up.
2: There's image. Uh, Angel visits, perfect. Angel good cop moment. WWE renewed Logan Paul's contract. Are we gonna fall out, Angel?
0: <laughs> Was that a troll cop moment? Sorry. No, no. I've, I genuinely
2: think that it's a good cop moment on their part. Got uh, yeah. bad, bad cop moment uh, at Savannah. Less than two thousand five hundred tickets were sold.
0: Now, they are using some smaller arenas, and I'm not sure if it was specifically this event, but I did see someone make a similar comment on one of those shows that it was like, oh, look, they only sold this number of tickets. But then when you looked at it in detail, it was like 90% sold out. So I think you've got to be careful with that. Um, I did see that it looked like this week's Dynamite could be the lowest crowd ever. I don't know if it did turn out to be like that. It was like, it's going to be like 1750. But once again, it depends on the size of the the stadium being booked so i don't know but yeah uh, pinch of salt with some of those things for sure uh rob at utt rob good cop moment the netflix deal will make raw and pay-per-views more accessible wtf cop moment (laughs) yeah the evidence in vince mcmahon's trial uh bad cop moment ringside news is attack on kayla braxton not familiar with that so i'm gonna ask you guys in a second and hashtag priorities wrong cop moment uh tony khan's silence in the run-up to fulham league cup semi-final second like Liverpool did win. Looking forward to seeing them play Chelsea in the next in the final, which we which we will be covering live on the volley. Um
1: mm-hmm. just to just to uh, uh jump on what you said, um the January twenty fourth, twenty twenty four episode of Dynamite um had twenty one eighty seven tickets sold. So okay. just under two thousand. Or yeah, just over. So people will turn
0: either. up on the day for things like that. Like, you don't need to buy stuff ahead of time and pay all the additional fees that go with it if you know that there's going to be seats available. Well, the,
1: the attendance thing bugs me in general because there was a time where it was very, very noticeable on AEW that they were not selling out. They were booking these large arenas, and then they looked very empty. I yeah. think the smartest thing Tony Khan has done is scale it back and do smaller arenas. Um, Now, this particular arena, it is a 9,000-seat arena, but the way they, you know, obviously they'll close down the upper decks, and obviously the stage takes up a a big chunk of that as well, Um, but, you know, it's like... It's it's stupid to, you know, I want AEW to book smaller venues so those crowds can shine. Because the one thing I'll give AEW week in and week out, they do have a very passionate fan base. And most of the time, those crowds are very hot. And that's fun. It makes wrestling more fun when the crowd is into it. We've all seen the errant Monday Night Raw or SmackDown over the past Twenty-five years, or thirty years, or whatever, where you're just like this crowd is dead, and the show is suffering for it.
0: Sure, sure. Any others, Ryan? I think there's. I think there's at least two more. Go. I think. Uh, one yes. more. My best.
1: Um, I just need to find it because I switched off to look at the other thing.
2: I believe it is our friend Rob.
0: Yes, I it did is. I was yeah.
2: I was utt Rob I already did ah I that, that might be everybody and yes uh,
1: uh, Okay. let me just double check real quick
2: uh, oh yeah sorry I think that is it oh yeah that's it yeah and this week um Tom didn't reply he was tagged I
0: did we really offend Tom'm I'm, I'm re- I hope not no, he, he did not. retweet our post so I know he saw it so I don't know tom you know we were joking about promotion self-promotion car please we want to see you again we want to see you again we miss you we miss you
2: it's what you get Graham, for making jokes don't mean bigger don't mean that doesn't the advocates
1: Good. Bad.
2: Right then guys it is time for the advocate round where we will we met throw Completely ridiculous segments, as it, we do not believe in for 20 seconds, and then defend them as if they are the God's honest truth. So, then who would like to go first? I'm guessing it's Graham. You've got your hand in the air, it's either a doubt or you need kind to of get a loo. One or two. Well, I actually
0: have two for you, Matt. I have a, a wrestling one. Actually, do I have that? I had a wrestling one for you, and then I couldn't remember what it was, but I think I found another one for you. Um, oh, actually, no, I don't I actually just have, um, no, I actually just have one for you. Um, I saw this earlier in the week. Um, I did give you a little clue as to what it was as well. So this is a non-wrestling one for you. Okay. Um, it starts with a post, um, of a review of some place called, uh, Taco Santo. And the review goes, the entire kitchen and waitstaff saw an ice cream truck and ran outside, leaving me alone in the restaurant. Ten minutes later, they all came back with ice cream cones. I still can't believe this actually happened. End of review. Your devil's advocate is that ice cream timeouts are a fundamental of the service industry. Anybody who's ever been
2: to a beach can vouch for this. You need an ice cream timeout on a regular basis. Graham, unquestionably, I'm going to break a rule here, when he takes Mason and Jackson to a beach, they'll want an ice cream timeout on a regular basis. Graham will grant it to him because it keeps them quiet. When the wife
0: comes with him, ice cream will keep her quiet. Uh, I think it's not more. I think it was talking about more for people who are working in other industries, but you twisted it nicely to make it easier. Um, can you imagine that working somewhere and waiting for like your food and seeing everybody just leaving to go to an ice cream truck and then going back? Graham, with ice cream? Graham, I thought it two, was ridiculous.
2: Two weeks ago, yesterday, Graham, uh-huh. someone pitched up outside our restaurant with we <laughs> getting free coffee. <laughs> okay. Okay. And our sales got hit. We had, we hit half sales that day because of it. Eek. Yeah. I was eek. not happy. Uh huh. I said some words to my manager. I'm on, I'm on report for it. <laughs> fuck that guy. Yeah. Yikes.
1: Yeah. not you just start working here like a month ago, if that.
2: I haven't left anywhere yet, Ryan.
1: Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. You know, I was talking about something else. Um, <laughs> now, one time I worked at a DSL company. I'm going to tell you this true story. Uh, and I had a asshole customer on the phone just being a jerk. So I said, okay, I need you to power down your equipment. I need to do some things in the back end. It might take me a little bit. So just bear with me. All I needed him to do was restart the equipment. So I put him on hold. I worked downtown in the city. Uh I put him on hold. I left my office. I walked down the street a couple blocks to the local mall. I got some food at the food court. And then I walked back, ate some of my food, and then took him off hold. Uh huh. He wasn't happy, but it fixed it. I knew it would fix it. He was just being a douchebag, so he had to wait.
2: Sometimes you got you got to fix the douche canoe. Right, okay. Okay, so who wants to go next? Ryan, do you, want me, do you want me to go next? Or do you want to go next?
1: You think I have stuff prepared? Come on.
0: I know, we did, did last week. I, I, it was, was a, good. a turn up for the books, but yeah.
1: Fine, I'll go. Matt.
0: Go.
2: Oh, here we go.
1: <laughs> it's commonplace within the professional wrestling world, especially WWE. That sometimes you need to trim the fat and you got to make some releases cxw needs to do the same thing and they need to do some releases and my vote is the entire commentary team
2: i can absolutely vote for that because i'm not part of the, of the country team anymore anyone i'm actually technically a valet now so that's fine i'm more than happy Gra- uh, ryan and graham to let the entire country team go because there isn't one everyone just fills in on a regular basis turkey that would be adam paris which is therefore means the boss will be firing
1: himself he definitely should fire everyone who's on commentary anyone who touches a microphone on that in that booth gone. get rid of them for the record jake pugh the MC, is an absolute legend and everyone should book him in the
2: uk really he's an amazing amazing dude uh lucky wedding this year back, but by the way right okay well now i'm gonna load both barrels after that then ryan this one's for you given that tko this past week appointed the former 10 time wwe world champion for rock to their board tko should continue appointing people who um, have a stellar foreign outlook on the product and appoint kevin patrick immediately as cfo
1: well, I mean, it wouldn't make sense to appoint him as CFO because this is the this is the board of directors. Um, the CFO is more of a inline person, but I mean, you got to bring Kevin Patrick in in that role, anyways. His business acumen is just stellar. The fact that he was able to get a job and make money with WWE while having absolutely zero talent speaks to him.
2: Well played, sir. very well played, very well played indeed.
0: Oh man, I'm gonna let you pick which one Ryan gets. Um I have a, a non-wrestling one and I have a wrestling one. I well, you always
2: you, you always said Graham, go for the first one you think you thought of. Which one's the first one you thought of?
0: Um, they were pretty much the same time actually, but alright, no, I'll go you with
2: you this one. You wrote one put I... do that one.
0: All right, I'll go. I have one written first, so we'll go with this one. Uh, I'm not sure this makes sense, but hopefully it does. Um, so, I read today that apparently in New Zealand, employees get off a couple of hours early on Friday to get a jump start to their weekend. So, I would like you to defend that that's absolutely ridiculous, and two hours would never be enough time to record the episode of Good Cop Bad Cop.
1: I mean, absolutely. It doesn't matter how much time. Uh, someone gets off first and foremost you're being paid to work so work that that's the end of story but when it comes to this podcast i mean shit we'd need six seven eight hours minimum to get through this so we'd really need just a whole day off
0: time yeah ryan's recording from uh, massachusetts new zealand i i had it wrong the whole time i just didn't realize it that's a cool idea, though. I, how cool is New Zealand for actually doing that? Everybody gets two hours off. Can you, imagine, can you imagine, that if you had two hours early, leave on Friday? Like, how awesome would that be? For me, I would leave at midday. I could, like, travel somewhere for the weekend. That would be so cool. I'm I, super I, jealous I don't get that.
1: I'm in a lucky situation because I work in both an industry and on a team where there are zero expectations on Fridays for anyone. Um like the fact that you know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I've got meetings throughout the day. Friday, my calendar is usually completely blank, Graham, just absolutely blank.
2: Graham, did you yep. say it's in New Zealand? Yeah. They, yes, guess, they they literally bugle off two hours early on Friday.
0: That's what it says. I ain't the fucking Ryan for laughing even the power ring doesn't. He?
2: Right. Okay. Can um, I
0: just tell Ryan what his other one would have been? Sure. It was right. like um I saw this a tweet from Orange Cassidy, so I was gonna get him to emulate his hero by also doing this. Um I'm gonna go drink a Coke Zero and watch Ring of Honor. Sure, that would be something that Ryan would have a little difficulty defending. Perhaps the second part. Why, why would why would that it, be
1: diff- why would that be difficult? I enjoy you know, Coke I watch Zero.
0: Oh, sorry, you've got three Ring of Honor, so actually you could do that now. Yeah, you just he, yeah, like you a... already mocked it just to annoy me. I was going to try and twist it, though, and um, but I can't remember what that cola was you have up in the uh, Boston area. Moxie? <laughs> Moxie, that's
1: it i just got a 12 pack of moxie yesterday i'm super I lit- excited
0: like i said i saw both of these <laughs> literally about two minutes before i came on air so i didn't have i didn't have chance to re- i could have googled boston area color i'm sure i, I, but I know yeah. it's not but every time you say moxie i generally get this feeling like when you
2: watched when you watch the uh the simpsons episode where he goes to the town and they got fud rather than duff I always I, I get that sort of image. I'm not quite sure why. <laughs> I'm sure Moxie's perfectly fine. I just get this image that is like off-brand Pepsi or something like
1: that. Right? It's I- doof. It's from, <laughs> <laughs> it's from Europe. Um Very good. Well, so here's the thing uh, to our listeners uh, out there in Radioland. Moxie, Moxie is a uh, popular uh, beverage in the northeast of the United States. And I do want to make everyone understand... That the term to have moxie comes from our beverage, not the other way around. The- all right, I'm using
0: my shut the fuck up card right now. The only reason I'm using it is if you want to know more about this, we discussed this on Good Card, Bad Card, so as soon as you said it was a sponsored thing anyway, I just wanted to practice using it for later. Um, You could actually just go and check out the episode that Ryan and I had, and uh yeah, you can hear all this stuff and more. I know we talked a lot about Moxie, because I remember there was some sign it was related to Ted White. I apologize for interrupting Ryan. Go ahead. I'm done. My shut the fuck up. No, that up. was
1: a perfect use of the card. I appreciate that, because you also brought in the fact that the show is today. Now
2: shut up. I want to do my devil's advocate for Graham. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Graham, Very simple one for you. It is four words defend this statement.
0: Clop out Warnock in uh, for people that don't know, Klopp is the manager of Liverpool, and he announced he's going to be leaving at the end of the season. And I think there's no way you're going to emulate somebody as as dynamic as Jürgen Klopp, so you've got to mix up tactics. So you've got to go from that stylistic passing, building it together, building from the front, quick counter-pressing, that type of thing. So you've got to completely mix it up. So what better than that? Go long ball, bring in Neil Warnock, done deal. Um, my possible bad cop moment was actually going to be about Jürgen Klopp. Um. It, that, that, my god that was like a gut punch this morning that just came from nowhere like i didn't expect it and I, the, the idea that i was trying to formulate in my head i just didn't have a chance because it was such a busy day was like when wrestlers leave an organization it doesn't really bother me too much but when the manager is leaving that organization it just felt completely different and i was trying to come up with something along those lines um but, yeah, the only thing I can think of when it hurts with a wrestler is when the wrestler dies. Like Bray Wyatt last year, that that to me came from nowhere. I didn't expect that at all. Um, that was kind of tough. But, yeah, I was trying to formulate something along that, but I just couldn't quite get my ideas organized. But the, difference, yeah. the difference is that
2: usually in professional football, soccer, whatever you call it, um, they don't usually hang around long enough to, to build detachment. To them, in didn't I mean the 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 actual term for a Chelsea manager, for example, is you rent, you don't buy, um, because <laughs> if you if you last eighteen <clears throat> months there, if you last eighteen months there, you're a miracle worker. Uh, so part's your time running out, um, and uh, Klopp did announce to a board he was leaving in November. So they've already got the next uh. guy, the next guys already lined up
0: for sure, and if it's not Javi Lonzo, I will eat my own shoes. I did mention that name to you. Um, I did think of one more thing. We haven't really, we didn't really talk about tribalism this week. Thank God. Um, I did wonder though, like with, with regards to like American football, so I can include Ryan a little bit more on this. Like um, even though I live in the DC area, there's a lot of Dallas Cowboys fans, which I always think is kind of weird, even though it's like the nation's team. I'm just wondering in football, there's a lot of tribalism with that, but is it because there's 31 other teams that it kind of gets spread out more so it doesn't get noticed? Like with wrestling, no disrespect to TNA and uh, some indie organizations, pretty much it's really WWE and AEW. So if you're with one, the natural person you're going to attack is naturally, there's only one really person. You, is that the reason why there's more tribalism in wrestling than other sports, perhaps?
1: Brian? I think it's also because at its core, wrestling is a much more niche thing to like. Um, whereas sports, sports, traditional sports, football, baseball, basketball, soccer, hockey, stuff like that, it's less. I think there is tribalism, but it's not tribalism as we see in wrestling. It's tribalism in, uh, like I was raised with Philadelphia. You like the Red Sox fuck the Yankees <laughs> like that's how I was raised you're supposed to like your hometown team and I think that's why you don't see as much tribalism because it doesn't matter like you you know you you like your team you don't like the other teams when I was growing up I liked the the Broncos for a football team, mainly just because I liked their uniforms and I liked John Elway. I thought he was neat. So that was it. it I wasn't a huge football fan, so I didn't really care. Um, and I liked the Red Sox, not because they were the Boston Red Sox. I liked them because they were the underdogs. It's always better when the baby face is chasing the title. That's, that's it. So, and honestly, I fell out of baseball in 2007 when they won their second world series in 100 years i was like oh, okay i think i'm done with this they did it twice i'm I'm over it i don't care anymore 2004 though that was exciting because well what was it 19 uh you know baseball was 19 16 or something like that yeah, 1918 1918 was the last time they'd won so i was like this is exciting Plus, I, I was really looking forward to the riots that were going to happen in Boston. <laughs> Win, loser, draw. There was going to be flipped cars and fire. I'm glad Matt jokingly used his shut the fuck up
0: card, because now I can't actually say I would like back in on Red Sox Yankees talk. I think I've already told you this story, Matt, but I don't think I shared it with Ryan. So when uh, Mason was probably around three or four, I'm guessing he was just starting to learn how to read. And um, his grandma used to ask him like questions because she's a teacher as well. I was a teacher. So they were doing like phonetics, like what does certain words start with? So it was around Halloween time. So she asked him, what does boo begin with? Fully expecting him to say the letter B. And um, I obviously trained him pretty well. His answer was Yankees. I was like, oh, my God, that was that was a proud papa moment right there. That's one of my favorite little Mason stories. He obviously doesn't remember doing that. But that was his word association. Boo Yankees. Like, yeah, good boy. Good
1: boy. It
0: was only a short story, Matt. it was a good story to be fair. Anyone, anyway, but I, I,
2: I, just want to mention and then This is probably the last thing I'll say before we head to the outro. Uh, which, by the way, the car does work, Graham, because we are under one hour fifty. So I was really... about to say it. it did seem to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would like to point out that Ryan mentioned that tribal is isn't really a thing um, for like the ICF would beg to differ <laughs> in the UK the ICF would beg to differ which is the indices firm uh which literally would just travel to football matches to have a fight um well
1: isn't isn't getting in a fight part of the tradition of soccer uh the, the soccer no. brawl in Green Street no. based on true story yeah is the Green Street based on the Mean Street posse
2: no, meeji Posse doesn't they wish they could be in if you like Green Tree. Uh my my stepdad uh actually was friends with several people who were in the ICF. Um he was always well protected. <laughs> he was always fine. Um people literally would rock up to games, not even watch not even go to the stadium, they just go and meet the fans outside and just have a fight for the entire length of the game
1: and they go home again. That's that that's not tribalism because they don't even care what's going on inside the arena they're just there for a fight they're fight aficionados that sounds
2: um a lot like like most of the idiots on twitter
1: <laughs> no no the idiots on twitter are just idiots
2: and on that bombshell any last words guys
1: um you know how who else is an idiot who uh matt lewis we're out of here guys enjoy the rumble mgf number 30. No. The music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin MacLeod at compitech.com Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. H-T-T-P colon slash slash khincarmon.org slash licenses slash bag slash 3.0 slash